When Julia Cameron first wrote The Artist's Way back in 1992, she could never have guessed that her self-published book would eventually sell more than 4 million copies and become the Bible of creative reclamation. Yet here we are in 2022, celebrating the 30th anniversary of this impactful work. I'm your host, Jen Jones Donatelli, founder of Creative Groove, Creativity Coach, and a devoted Artist's Way aficionado. And I'm inviting you to join me in marking this milestone all year long. Check out artistswaybirthday.com to see our lineup of free creative playdates and stay tuned to this podcast for 30 Artist's Way stories shared by creative types from all over the world. Hey, Artist's Way, 30 looks good on you. Hello and welcome to the Artist Way Birthday Podcast. My name is Jen and I'm an Artist Way facilitator and creativity coach based in Cleveland, Ohio. And I figured if I'm going to be dedicating this 30 episode podcast to sharing Artist Way stories and journeys from all over the world, the best way to kick off this podcast would probably be for me to share my own Artist Way journey. This book has been extremely impactful in both my life and work. And it's now a huge part of my business. I teach several Artist Way cohorts each year, and the Artist Way informs almost every single thing that I do. So I love to share it with others. And that's what this Artist Way birthday podcast and celebration is really all about. It's a love letter to uh, this amazing book by Julia Cameron and um, her method that has helped so many people unleash their own creativity an artist within. So I wanted to share a little bit with you about how it came into my world. I actually studied magazine journalism at Ohio University in the late 90s. And after graduation, I moved to Chicago. And I kind of did an assortment of different odd jobs for about a year before I started my first what I would say real job. And that was at the Jenny Jones show. So for any of you who remember, you know, back in the day, this was in the heyday of TV talk shows. Um, it was one of the top talk shows on TV at the time. And it was one of three that taped in Chicago. So there was Jenny Jones, um, Oprah Winfrey, of course, and Jerry Springer, whom we happened to have the adjacent soundstage to at the NBC tower. So for me, who was pretty much straight out of Ohio, had always dreamed of being in the entertainment industry, it was truly a life-changing opportunity in so many ways. Many of the people I met working on the show became my lifelong friends that I still am in very close touch with today. And I learned so much on the set. It was an incredibly demanding job, uh, but it was also incredibly fun and rewarding. And I think the most important thing that it taught me was that you can really bring all of your different skills and passions together to create the right opportunity for you. So I was actually the website producer on the show, and I was able to use my journalism skills in a TV production environment. I was writing web content. I was interviewing the musical guests and celebrities that were coming on the show. I was doing digital photography, and I was using all of these skills in a production setting. And I did that for about three years. And in the summer of 2000, uh, I got sent out to Los Angeles to meet with the team at Warner Brothers. And it was my first time going out to LA and I absolutely fell in love with the West Coast. I totally got the entertainment bug and I decided that I was going to leave Chicago and move out West. And so 
in September, 2001. That was exactly what I did. I moved out to LA a week to the day after September 11th. I will never forget it. I was on one of the first flights to leave Chicago and I was absolutely terrified, not just because the world had pretty much tilted on its axis, but because I was also moving to a brand new place in a time of great uncertainty and despair. My goal was really to work in film and television and the timing wasn't great. Uh, The entertainment industry was very quiet after September 11th. Um, So I was kind of finding my way as the industry was also getting back into its groove. So when I got out to LA, I, again, I worked in an assortment of odd jobs. I was working as an extra on different TV sets. I was temping as a receptionist at different companies, um, doing kind of odd jobs just to get into my groove. And the way I got my first gig was I got a copy of something called Production Weekly. And it was a weekly publication that went out. You know, this was back in the analog days of the internet. So it was a very basic email, but it had listings of every single production that was happening around town. And it included just the bare bones information. So phone number, address for the production office. And so I spent my days making phone calls, um, asking the people who answered the phone, are you hiring production assistants? Can I send you a resume? And I probably made about 30 calls a day for several weeks. So I made hundreds of phone calls. And in that time, I got two people to basically give me a chance. Uh, One of those people became a dear friend and mentor. And the other person basically said, you know, when can you start? And so um, he hired me on a TV movie that was called Big Shot. Uh, It starred David Krumholtz. Uh, It was about a campus bookie who was, um, you know, a hot shot in the gambling world uh, for college basketball. And so that was my very first job. And it was only a couple weeks long. But the people I met in that office were absolutely key to all of the production jobs that I got over the next few years. And one of those jobs was on the feature film Daredevil, which um, starred Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. And I got hired as a production assistant and it was a a really intense shoot. Um, I think it was about six or seven months long. We were working 14 to 18 hour days. Um, you know, that everyone was all in, it was a Marvel movie. And, um, again, I learned so much. This was another life-changing role for me. Uh, even though I was doing kind of like gopher work, I was learning so much. So I would be delivering things to set and I would get to observe them, you know, shooting scenes on location around Los Angeles, or I would deliver dailies to Ben Affleck's house, believe it or not, because again, this was really before the advent of digital. So I would be delivering actual roles of film uh, to the producers, to the stars, to their houses for them to watch and review each night. And I was loving every minute of it. Um, It was a hustle. You know, we were going hard, but um, I was just so happy to be in the mix in the entertainment industry and finally seeing how it all worked and getting um, kind of a bird's eye view of the inner workings of the film industry. And during that time, uh, I became really close with the other people in the production office. And so on the last day of filming, um, the team gave me a wrap gift. So the production secretary, the production coordinator, the assistant production coordinator, they all got together and they gave me a copy of The Artist's Way, drum roll please, (laughs) and as well as the corresponding journal, both of which I still have today. So, 
I didn't really understand the significance of the gift, but I was so touched that they bought me something. And I was kind of excited to dig into it. You know, again, I had never heard of the book, but I appreciated that they saw the creativity inherent within me because again, I was pretty much just a glorified gopher on the set. So the fact that they bought me a wrap gift at all, let alone one that kind of spoke to what they saw as my potential was really meaningful for me. So um, that was a great way to wrap up my time on the Daredevil set. But, you know, I promptly put the book on my bookshelf and kind of forgot about it, if I'm honest. I, I didn't really dig in right away. And um, it was actually about five years later that I finally read the book. And the reason I read the book was that I saw there was a workshop happening at the Bodie Tree Bookstore on Melrose Avenue. And I love taking classes. I'm like a lifelong learner and I'm also a joiner. So anything in a group setting or, you know, being around a community of people, I'm all in. So I signed up for the workshop and it was taught by Kelly Morgan, who, by the way, spoiler alert, is going to be a guest on this podcast. So stay tuned for her story. Um, but Kelly is very well known in LA and her name is basically synonymous with the artist way. So um, she knows Julia Cameron personally. So if this was like a Kevin Bacon, six degrees of separation thing. She would essentially be one degree away from Julia Cameron. So she was a great person to shepherd me uh, through the artist way for the first time. And at the end of that 12 weeks, I was a full-on believer. I was super into the artist way. And I stayed in Kelly's orbit for many, many years. Um, she has advanced coursework. So I took several of her other courses. And I also went through that cornerstone artist way course with her several times. And the reason that I kept taking Kelly's courses and stayed in her community was that the artist way really became kind of a touchstone for me throughout my creative career in LA. And it really guided me through some big life events and transitions in my life. You know, the first time I did it, I was basically, uh, leaving the film and TV industry to become my own boss and become a freelance journalist. Uh, that wasn't necessarily my plan, but I had worked in production and film and TV from about 1999 to 2005. And when the show I was working on got canceled in 2005, I happened to have all of this side writing work going on because even though I had kind of taken a detour from my magazine journalism degree by going into film and TV, I had always been freelance writing on the side. So I kind of had this side hustle going on around freelancing the whole time I was working in film and TV production. And when the show got canceled, you know, I thought to myself, I'll just stick with these writing projects and take on different freelance writing assignments for the summer. And then when production starts back up in the fall, I'll look for a new job. And suffice it to say, I never actually went back. And at that point, um, I became a freelance journalist and editor almost by default. So I was on this new path. And that coincided with the first time I did The Artist's Way. And it really helped me kind of set a foundation and start up on the right foot in terms of being self-employed and understanding what my vision was uh, for myself, for my career as I was starting that new chapter. And I continued to come back to The Artist's Way many times throughout my time in LA with Kelly. And the last time I did it with her, um, I was going through a really hard time personally. I had been facing infertility and my husband and I were going through several rounds of IVF and I had finally gotten pregnant and the pregnancy wasn't going well. And that coincided with when I was doing the 12 week artist way workshop 
with Kelly uh, back in 2014. And um, I actually had a miscarriage during my time in the class. So I remember being in such a tender place and just continuing to come to class each week. And, you know, I would just lose it at a moment's notice. And it was such a supportive container. And the morning pages really helped me kind of work through some of my feelings at that time. And I actually uh, recently reread my morning pages from that time. And I was so glad that um, I had chronicled that time in my life because it really brought me back to some of the details and the nitty gritty of the experience. And I'm grateful to have a record of that. So I really look at the artist way as a creative life companion, you know, something that will always be there for you. And depending on the time in your life that you pick it up, you're going to have different outcomes. You know, I call it kind of a shape shifter of sorts because I've returned to it at so many different points in my life, both as a participant and now as a facilitator. And each time it reveals new things to me, I learn new things. It almost feels fresh each time I'm doing it. And I really think it calls to you at different times and different stages of your life. So for me, it's really been a 20 year relationship with this book, even though I probably didn't dive in as much for the first five years or so, but it's been part of my world for two decades now, and I'm not stopping anytime soon. So the way I became a facilitator was, um, you know, again, I had gotten the book in 2002, didn't take my first class or really read the book until about 2007. And then over a period of about seven years, um, I continued to do the artist way over and over again with Kelly, as well as take her advanced coursework. So when my husband and I left Los Angeles after 17 years uh, back in 2017, uh, the reason that we were leaving was our fertility treatments were ultimately successful and we ended up having boy girl twins and we wanted to come back home as a family and kind of give give them that Midwestern upbringing that we had both had. And to be honest, leaving LA was one of the hardest things that I have ever done. Uh, California is such a big part of me and I still miss it dearly every single day, but that's another story for another time. Um, but when we were getting ready to move, you know, I was devoting a lot of thought to what am I going to do when we get to Cleveland? You know, again, I was a full-time freelancer, so I was pretty mobile with my work, but um, I had been teaching uh, various classes in LA on how to break into freelance writing, how to pitch stories to the media, things that were rooted in my journalism expertise. And I had learned that I was extremely passionate um, about teaching and facilitating. And so I knew I wanted to grow that piece of my work once we got to Cleveland. And it hit me that I was ready to design my own Artist Way program and facilitate the Artist Way here in Cleveland. Because what I found when I finally arrived in Cleveland was that there wasn't necessarily the same degree of familiarity with the Artist Way as there was in California. You know, Kelly's classes in LA were probably 50, 60 people deep every single time. The Artist Way is really almost like a household name out in LA because there are so many creatives. Uh, but here in Cleveland, I would talk to people that either hadn't heard of it or maybe they were like, oh, I think I have that on my bookshelf, but I've never really picked it up. And there didn't seem to be that high level of familiarity around it. So I thought, you know, I want to share the artist's way with people here. And so at that point, I did create my own 12-week program and I launched it in the fall of 2018. And that really 
um, sparked a whole new beautiful relationship with the artist way for me as a facilitator. And ever since then, I have been facilitating 12 week artist way cohorts. Um, I do it three times a year and this fall will actually be my 10th cohort. So it's been about four years. So now I lead them both in person in Cleveland, as well as online. So people from all over the country and actually North America have taken this course with me online. And it is absolutely the most rewarding work that I do. I love helping guide people through the artist way. And I'm very clear with them. You know, I'm not necessarily a teacher per se. I'm not a guru. We are co-creating this journey together. So I will be your guide and I will be on the journey right alongside you. And each cohort is so unique and so different. And there have been over a hundred people that have come through this with me now, Uh, maybe even more, I should probably count, but it's been so wonderful to develop relationships with people who are equally passionate about the artist way and watch the amazing outcomes that have come out of it. Just to give a couple examples, um, I have one person that took my course that had an extremely stressful job in the medical field. And um, she was really trying to discern what meaningful work would look like for her. And since going through the artist way, she has left her job in the medical field and gone full-time with her Etsy shop, uh, selling vintage clothes. And she is lighter and happier than I've ever seen her. Another person started making her own pasta and selling it. And she also bought an RV because that was a dream of hers. And it was so cool to watch that come to fruition. Uh, another person who took the course designed a home studio where she could honor her, her love of art and making ceramics and sculpting. So those are three of just many, many stories. There was another woman who um, started her own bread baking company. So again, I want to be clear here. It's not anything that I'm doing per se. Um, I really see the artist way as just a key that unlocks a lot of those dreams and desires that are buried deep within and kind of gives you permission to just go for it, you know? And the way I see my role is to be your creative champion along the way and help you better understand what's coming between you and the creative life you desire to live. And once you do that and you remove that creative scar tissue, as Julia Cameron would call it, you get to rediscover who you are as an artist and what your creativity means to you. And that's one of the biggest philosophies I have as an artist way facilitator. I truly believe that every single person is an artist. You know, it always astounds me when I'm out at an event telling people about the artist way or about my class. And inevitably someone will say, oh, no, 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 I'm not creative. That's not for me. And those are the exact people that I want to take my class because artistry doesn't have to look any certain way. It doesn't have to be about taking the stage or acting in an improv show or writing a book or um, being an opera singer. It could be the way you dress every day. It could be the hobbies that you have. It could be the creative things that you do for your friends and family because you're a thoughtful person. Your artistry and creativity shows up in so many different ways in your life. It could be the way you approach your accounting job. It's really, artistry is really a way of being instead of something that you're doing. And so that's what we explore in my Artist Way class. And there's nothing more rewarding for me than when we're about halfway through a cohort and we're getting toward the end of the course and someone just finally owns their artistry and calls themselves a writer 
or calls themselves a poet or entrepreneur or whatever the thing is that they're trying to embody. And they finally realize that they already are that thing and they start to live and embody it every single day. And there's nothing more beautiful than that. So I, I absolutely love my work. And it's led me to yet another new chapter in my life. So after 17 years as a freelance writer and editor, I've now gone full time with my teaching, facilitating and coaching work. And I'm really excited, but I'm also kind of scared, you know, about leaving my zone of competence uh, because I've been in the journalism field for many, many years. And, you know, I'll still sell freelance articles here and there. Um, I'm not necessarily leaving that behind because I do love it. But creative groove really is my full focus now. And I see so much potential in it. And so this, this Artist Way birthday celebration that I'm hosting in 2022 is a huge part of that. Um, it's signaling to the world that I'm really devoting my full business and full focus to the artist way, pretty much everything I teach now is rooted in the artist way. And the artist way birthday is really a love letter to the book. So again, I'm offering free creative play dates um, all year long. Uh, we have some fun ones coming up. We have laughter yoga on July 13th. And I'm also teaching an artist way sampler on July 27th. So if you want to come get a taste of what I do, come join us. You can sign up for free at artistwaybirthday.com. And again, the this podcast is a huge part of the Artist Way birthday celebration. So we'll be sharing 30 Artist Way stories and journeys that show exactly how impactful this stuff can be. And it's a celebratory year because I'm marking this milestone for the Artist Way and I'm inviting people to come along on this journey. So that's a little bit about my Artist Way story. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to be your host as we go along in this podcast. So stay tuned for a lot of different stories. You know, again, I call the Artist Way a shapeshifter because it has so many different outcomes for different people. And it's really cool to see how you can make the Artist Way your own and have it serve you. Um, so you're going to get to see some of those amazing outcomes and transformations that have come through the Artist Way. So stay with me on this journey. I'm so excited to celebrate the Artist Way birthday with you. And let's be friends. Follow me on Instagram at Your Creative Groove or drop me a line at Jen, J-E-N, at creativegroove.com. I would absolutely love to hear from you. So thanks for listening. And I hope you'll stay tuned for what's to come. Thanks for listening to the Artist Way Birthday Podcast. We'll be blowing out these birthday candles all year long. So stay tuned to this podcast for 30 Artist Way journeys shared by creative types from all over the world. Plus, don't forget to check out our lineup of free programming at artistwaybirthday.com. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope our creative paths will cross again soon.